Blog Talk Radio. For all the news you need to know, welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. want to say um, happy Wednesday to you guys out there. hope that you've had a um, fantastic day. hope that this week is treating you well and all of those great things. And so tonight, folks, uh, we got a great show in store for you. Uh, we are going to get uh, real raw and just down to it tonight, you guys, and we're going to excuse me, I have our special guest, um, Erica Michelle, join us, you guys. And so she's not a stranger to the show. Um, when she was on the last time, we had a very um, awesome show as well. And so tonight, we're going to be delving on the topic on allowing love to find you again. And um, the reason for this topic uh, was uh, that I um, had connected with Erica a while back, but then um, I had her fiance, who's soon to be husband, <laughs> uh, to come on the show and um, share their stories, share their journey. Um, but before that, um, just hearing Erica's story, as well as many other women and men um, who have come on the show or just tune into the show, and they talk about going from bad relationships or even a bad marriage to, you know, single and, and trying to find your purpose, trying to find, you know, your mate and so forth. And so sometimes people get a little frustrated and go through some things in that process. And so tonight uh, we want to encourage them, We but we want to share the honest truth of um, how things transpire uh, in our lives. And so tonight we are going to have Erica on you guys. And so as always, the Beautiful Butterfly Radio Show is brought to you by Vibration Radio, um, as well as the shop, Daiquiri Shop, held down in Louisiana, um, as well as Ambient Records, um, coming to you guys from Kansas City. So, uh, big shout out to all of you guys who continue to support us over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. We appreciate you so much. And for the folks out here listening, uh, doing the broadcast, um, if you have a question or a comment, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. All you have to do is press 1 to join the party. Uh, so we're not going to delay any longer. We're going to bring our special guest on here for you guys. Erica, you there? I am. I am. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? I am great, excited about being here again. You have such an amazing <laughs> platform, and I'm 
so grateful for that. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, uh, Ms. Erica has been on the go. Uh, she is... <laughs> Planning, planning, wedding, uh, moving across things. I mean, doing, doing a lot. Uh, but I'm glad that you have taken the time to join me this evening. And and I have to share that when I came up with this thought process, I immediately uh, sent Erica a message. I said, Hey, you know, you can always tell me no uh, if it's something that you don't <laughs> want to do. And she said, Hey. Just put me on the schedule. Let me know when, and I'm there. So I, I definitely thank you for your willingness uh, to be able to come on here um, and share with the folks this evening. Yeah, well, let's let's make sure we add all of it. I said I, I basically said that too, but I did say that pretty much anything you'd ask me to do, I would because <laughs> I, um, I I so appreciate your platform and oh. um, and you're always making it available you know, to so many people that would yeah. normally not have an opportunity to, to share right. their voice. So I, I appreciate you for that. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, um, Erica, before the folks out here, this may be their first time um, tuning in and hearing you and all those great things. So tell the folks a little bit about who is uh, Erica Michelle. Wow. So um, when you first met me, Erica Michelle was evolving into – you know, right. um, what God was, you know, calling me to, I am, first of all, I'm, I am a, a daughter of God. I am a woman of, of faith, and I am um, also an author. I'm a speaker. I'm a spiritual uh, life coach. Um, I am the founder of the Girl I See You movement, which is uh, such a powerful platform for women. Um, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm so many things to so many people, but right. most of all, I believe that um, God has called me from the creation of this world to be a, a servant. I know we hear that, but honestly, like I know my call is to serve. And so that, that, that is who I am. I am a servant to those who God has called me to serve. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, yeah. of course, <clears throat> the first time you came on, um, we mm-hmm. um, were actually um, talking about a, a project um, that you were working on at the time, and, and you talked about your personal yeah. journey uh, with um, your uh, uh, marriage in the past. And so you were very mm-hmm. open um, about how that, that journey um, not only affected you, um, but your your child at that particular time. And so mm-hmm. the reason why... Um, I, I I just thought that you would be awesome for this is because I have um, seen uh, you and uh, Jimenez's relationship, um, you know, on social media. But I almost feel like I'm connected in some way because it's like you know, yeah. just, to, just to see it unfold um, has just been beautiful to me because I've been able yes. to, you know, hearing you first come on the show to you know seeing things and. Um, you guys' relationship transpired, you know, over time. And so for you, having to go through um, a a marriage um, and a marriage to come to an end, that that's where I want to begin mm-hmm. because a lot of folks okay. um, equate the ending of relationships and marriages almost similar to a death, you know, as if someone, yes. you know, has died somewhat. And so for you personally, when, when that yes. That ended. Did you feel that that's exactly what you were experiencing during that time? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. most definitely. And, um, you know, the, the amazing thing about God, and, and I will use, I will refer to him very frequently because <laughs> yeah. I I really felt like I was going to have a nervous breakdown. Like I've heard people say that and, you right. know, but to experience it is another thing. And what I, I realized about that five plus years ago is that divorce is like a debt because remember you're losing someone that you were connected to. And I don't think that we society really gives divorce um, when you go through divorce, you don't really get the support, if you would say, of if, if like, you lost someone. So, like, if you have a debt, right. you know, everybody's like, I'm sorry, you know, sending my condolences. But when you go through a divorce, it is like that. If you, you're losing a part of yourself if you truly was, you know, if you truly was united as one, if you would say. And so I right. went through, I went through the, the morning stage. And um and and I think that when you and I spoke um before I actually mentioned um the workbook that came out of my morning yeah. season if that makes yeah. sense and so you know my one year sabbatical is a real life story it never stops but it took a, a a full year God allowed me to take a full year to unplug and truly go mm-hmm. through the morning process but can I add to that what I realized was that the divorce was a part of this thing I felt that had died. But what I also realized in that one, my one year sabbatical was that there was other things in me that too needed to die. So when right. you look at something that is trying to live and it's, and it's really on its deathbed, you, 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 if you're in the medical field, you realize, you know, the body um, um, uh, parts begin to shut down and you have this body, but you know, they may, you know, doctors may say they can hear you, but they're not going to respond because it is mm-hmm, part mm-hmm. of your body that begins to say, I got to, I have to shut down. This is a part of right. that. And that's the thing. I I had had so many different debts at different times of my life with individuals yes. that I never allowed the body organs to shut down and really, mm. really separate from the right. body. Right. And so right. this, this particular divorce caused me to have to go back and really address those things and put them, put them to death and truly have a funeral. You know, I talk about in the workbook about um, mourning, you know, mourning, accepting, mourning, accepting, and releasing. And those were the first three things in the first month of my one-year sabbatical that God right. made very clear to me. You will mourn this. You will mourn it. This is going to be a season of mourning. This is not going to be you get to do this a lifetime. You're going to do it. You're going to get over it. You're going to accept it, and then we're going to release it. And so right. that was that was definitely a part of of my divorce was definitely acknowledging that something died, you know. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. And, and Erica, I wanted to ask you because <clears throat> a lot of times, um, and, and I've said this before, you know, when mo- majority, I'm gonna say, a majority of us when we get married, the hopes is that that's something that's going to be our forever you know, something that's going mm-hmm. to last forever. And so oftentimes, like you said, coming to that realization that 
this, you know, this is coming to an end. You know, the, things mm-hmm. are, are, are closing off. And so a lot of times people go back and forth with that, um, you know, in realizing that something's coming to an end and actually taking mm-hmm. that step. And ending the process because we've all had people who have been known people who have been in relationships and marriages for decades, but they've always mm-hmm. felt like, you know, something wasn't right in that relationship. Something wasn't right in that marriage, but because, you know, they were concerned about various things, they chose not mm-hmm. to get out of that. And so for you, um, and I heard you mention about, support because a lot of times everybody knows when you get married everybody's like oh I'm so happy I'm so excited for you mm-hmm. but when you say I'm getting divorced <laughs> ain't nobody yeah, happy. Yeah. you know and, yeah. and you're going to get 10,000 <laughs> reasons on why you better stay <laughs> in, that, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. that marriage and so do you think that we as a people um, have a hard time processing that you know mm-hmm. some relationships some marriages are going to come to an end it doesn't mean that you're a failure it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you know you're impossible of loving but it's simply like you said things are shutting down and, and it's time to move on yeah yeah well this is this is the amazing thing to talk about that because i i can laugh about it now but i remember having the conversation with god and, and i i didn't want out as crazy it may sound, I mean, I was, you know, and and there's no bad, you know, uh, speech on the gentleman. I knew him for over 25 years. We had a friendship before this. I saw him go through his divorce. I, you know, I supported him, all of these things. Here's the catch though. I didn't want out. So because God knew what I was in was unhealthy, I'm going to tell you, Mm -hmm. I believe that God turned his heart pardon and he was the one that wanted out he was the one that wasn't willing to work he was the one that said he should never marry me he was the one that said he made a mistake so I I was trying to fight this thing because one one I did not want it to end not like there was so much to lose because really I mean it it really wasn't just to be honest I had years and years of so if I would have walked away I would have been hurt but I would have not been at a loss as of you know someone who has been married 10 and 20 years you know with this person so but what but for me what God did was he caused me to unplug from everyone he called he put me in the place of solitude um and and the reason that i i now know he did that is because god had something so much greater for me and if i would have allowed myself to stay plugged to the familiar to those who and trust me i had great support but if i would have stayed connected to them i would have not been so in tune to him so that at this point today, mm-hmm. I could say now, I know what it is to love and to be loved and to be loved right. by from someone the way they love themselves. See, I had never right. experienced that before. You yeah. know, I remember yeah. growing up and my grandmother used to say, you know, never love a man. She would tell all the girls, she had six girls. So she would, I would mm-hmm. hear, them, hear her say to them, never love a man more than he loves you. And so when you grow up hearing things like that, I wanted to do the opposite. I'm like, I'm a love like I've never loved before, you know, because I don't know. I don't want right. to know that side of loving someone more than they, they, they love me. And so it, it then in turn, I saw what that did loving this person 
you know what? And and not again. He was not a he's not a bad person, but he could not love me because he didn't know how to love himself. So so now that I've experienced that, when I experienced that, when God did connect me to the the the, the person that was supposed to be in my life, I was able to see the opposite of what I had already experienced before. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the thing about it is that oftentimes, um, and like you said about, um, you know, disconnecting yourself from people, because I think a lot of times that's where our era comes in, in, in being so connected to other people when we're going through things. You know, it's always good to have mm-hmm. those good girlfriends or whatnot, give you, mm-hmm. you know, give you advice. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, that advice can lead you into <laughs> areas that you don't want to go, you know. And so the thing about it is that we have to unplug and listen to ourselves and have those conversations with God on, on uh-huh. okay, God, where do you – where do you want me to be? You know, where do you want me to be in this moment? Where should I go? You know, lead me in the in the right direction. Um, because mm-hmm. for most of most of us, we we act off of emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we're hurt, mm-hmm. you know, yes. we, we're looking for ways on. Okay, how can I get this person back for hurting me? You know, they hurt me. You know, yes. and, and all these different <laughs> avenues. <laughs> all these different yes. avenues. Because we're know? human. Um, That's the human. Yeah. You know, the human side of us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so for you, um, going through that process, um, and as you said, the the morning stage, um, do you believe there is a limit? Is there a limit, a cutoff point? for the morning stage because you know we mm. some of us have ran into people who they've been mourning for you know for quite some time you know yeah. the situation yeah. ended and so is there a you know is there a cutoff point and, and do we determine that ourselves um how do you think that works mm. so you you're, <laughs> you you know you're a woman so you can you can attest to this and you know you've ever heard some somebody your girlfriend your mom you know auntie yeah. them and they'd be like look Get over it. Get get, right. get over it. So so to them it's like you know you cried one day. Get over it. My mom used to tell me um it, it, you you know you'll get over it and one one day you'll look back and you'll look like uh, uh this was when I was growing up just dating child just trying to figure it out and she would say he would look like uh uh Sam you know um that used to be in the little books that we read in kindergarten he'll look like Sam right. in, back in the kindergarten meaning it, it it won't it won't be of value to you but here's what God told me um, okay so let me answer your question I do believe there is a time of mourning the Bible yeah. and Ecclesiastes talks about there's a time to live there's a time to die there's a time to cry but you know there's a time for water there's a time and all of that so that confirmed for me there is a time but i'm going to give you uh, i'm going to give you a scripture so that you know some people like "Mm, well she just no when i went through this god brought me to a very familiar scripture in passage of scripture from first samuel 16 and 1 and it talked about god speaking to samuel he said samuel how long are you going to mourn about kings, you know, about Saul? He said, since I've rejected him as the king of Israel. And and in reading that, what it did was it, it immediately spoke to me to say, okay, look, I, I need you to mourn. Because in mourning, mm-hmm. there's so many things that happen, right? If you right. really do the research of, 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 of mourning. And so mourning actually is way, a way where you, you know, you get to think, you get to rationalize, you get to, you know, if you're a writer, you're right, you'll, 
begin to think and you'll re- be analytical and say, okay, what happened through this time? You know, uh, you think about the great times, you think about times, you know, it's all of these emotions that go into mourning, right? And right, so, right. Um, the, but, but, but then God said to me, he said, how long are you going to mourn? Because mm-hmm. every day I cry. When I, I'm yeah. not talking about just tears. I'm talking about like ugly cry. I'm talking about what I would drive to work every morning mm. crying. And, and until one day that I couldn't cry anymore. And mm-hmm. so I do believe, do we get to choose that? I believe that between you and God, you, you and God will make a choice right. that Absolutely. says enough is enough. See, only right. a woman knows when enough is enough and so Absolutely. and a man too but i'm just speaking of, of of in this case so yes i do believe there's a time because if you don't cut off the time how can god how can and, and it's not about going to another relationship this is what's mm-hmm. most important for me the morning stage for me was so that i can start the process of healing you cannot right. start the process of healing in the place where you're completely broken so until right. you can say, okay, God, I, I realize I'm broken and I'm ready to start healing, that's when you begin to walk out of the mourning process because that's your acceptance. That's your saying, I accept where I am and what I've gone through. And then after you begin to accept it and God begins to heal you, then you can release it and say, if I see him today, I would wish him well and mean it from the bottom of my heart. Not because God has sent you someone else, not because God has given you a better house and a car because you lost that to him or her, but because you've gone through the process. Healing is not an overnight thing. There is a process, and I believe we determine how long the process is going to take. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, one of the questions um, that we have coming from Facebook comes from Tiffany from Dallas, Texas. Uh, she wants mm-hmm. to know, how do you go about not feeling ashamed when a marriage ends and being able to face wow. people without feeling disappointed? Which is, you know, and I've had, you know, some friends that have experienced that because they felt like, you know, they felt like people would be disappointed you know, in them because, yes. you know, they have gotten divorced for some reason. And so that that is definitely a good question. So what, what are your thoughts on that one? That, so, so Tiffany asked, how do you get through the shame? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Was that the question? So yes. um, a part of healing is actually dealing with the shame. So I went mm-hmm. into this place where I wanted to isolate myself and it wasn't isolation so I can get better. It was isolation so I wouldn't have to talk about the thing that gave me this, you know, so what ha- So So basically it's almost like I want to heal, but I want to hold on to this because if I hold on to what this feeling is like, then it doesn't release me from the person. So what mm. shame does is shame says I'm going to isolate you so that you don't have to talk about it, but at the same time right. you're not healing from it because holding on to something that has broken has has broken you is is like saying you cut your hand on some glass but you hold on to it just for the fact to say this is what did it to me. You're not going to hold right. on to the glass. You're going to hurry up and drop the glass or the hot plate or whatever, right? But we don't do that with relationships, yes, because of the fact of shame. But really, is it shame or is it pride? Because, see, if mm. God called you to the marriage and it ends, right. then there is nothing yeah. to be shamed about because we know that God, 
you know, he forgives us. Of course, we ask for forgiveness, and we go through the same thing of any type of sin because, you know, to God, divorce is, I mean, um, marriage is honorable. And so um, I believe sometimes that we take it for shame, but really it's pride. So so there's a very thin line, and we have to be very careful. If we're shameful of it, that's a part of life. We, we go through losses. Mm-hmm. Or we go through hardships, you know, and you're shameful. You're like, God, I didn't think it would be me. But is it pride? Is it saying, you know, I, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to tell nobody because, you know, this could never happen to me. But but when you look at it and turn it around and say, you know, I could take the shame and turn it into uh, 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 my testimony, my opportunity to, to testify to somebody, to let them know, hey, I've been through this. I, I'm telling you, I, 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 look, I was so shameful, child. I was so glad God had said Dis- disconnect yourself because I didn't have to explain <laughs> nothing. You know what right. I'm saying? I didn't have yeah. to do any of that. And when I came out of it, though, See, here was where my shame came because God said, now we're going to take this healing and we're going to share it with the world. I'm like, not so, God. Now, I'm good with, with, with me and you. I'm good that I got <laughs> a chance to take this year and do what right. I need to do. But, God, you, you, right. you cannot be asking me to share this. God reminded me, he said, you, you, I want to remind you when you said, if I heal you, that I could mm. use you how I, cho- how I chose mm. you. So my answer to her is, is to be sure that it's, it's not shame, that it's not that right. thin line between shame and pride, because pride will come before a fall. But if you are yes. your shame, you're embarrassed, then you need to ask God to help you to take right. that life, you know, situation, that turmoil, and turn it into a learning experience where you mm-hmm. can use it to help somebody else. Right. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. During the process um, of relationships um, ending, a lot, a lot of times we don't always think about the forgiveness process. And so you have a lot of people oh. ask, well, why should I forgive? You know, if this person mm-hmm. hurt me, they broke my heart, or they did, you know, X, Y, and Z, why should I forgive? For you, Erica, going through the process when did that moment um, of forgiving uh, come in for you? Wow. So I'm going to be honest. There were so many layers to forgiveness, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to start yeah. with the first layer of forgiveness was the layer of forgiveness where I had to forgive myself. Right. Because I began to say it was my fault. I missed God. Mm. You know, how? how is it? That, I, you know, I thought that I heard God, and I was hard on myself. I was yeah. hard on myself. I prayed the prayer, God, hide me. Don't don't let no other man see me. Don't, mm. you know, I don't want to be visible to the eye right. because I felt like I had failed God. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So I yeah. first had to, had to work on forgiveness of, of myself. Second, the second layer of forgiveness, I had to work on forgiveness of an absentee father. See, sometimes mm. we want to call, we want mm. to categorize the husband that left us as the issue when really it was a part of the issue, but the real issue was you had some dysfunction from a long time ago that carried on yeah. from year to year, from relationship yeah. to relationship. Now you're married Absolutely. to this person and you're bringing all of this dysfunction with you, which also mm-hmm. encaptures in, in, uh, um, in uh, um, unforgiveness, right? And so... Mm. 
I had to go back, and God had to help me to deal with forgiving this absentee father who, from the beginning of my conception, disowned me. He never, he never uh, acknowledged me as being his daughter, right? And so he said, we're going to deal with that first because you, the unforgiveness of, of the, the, the ex or the soon-to-be, because this was during that one year, can't take place until you forgive those who came before him. And then he took me down this path of forgiving the first boyfriend who dumped me for the friend, one of my friends. You know, he just took me through this whole process because we're talking wow. about relationship sabbaticals. So it's going to be different forgiveness points and processes depends on what it is. But for relationship sabbatical, that's what we, that's what God and I had to do. And that's what I had to take was a, a, away from relationships. So I can take a, a, so God can show me a broader picture of what really was going on. He was just the tilting point. He was just the thing that added to, to cause the, the pot to really overflow. So um, forgiveness is a process as well, and it, and it must start with you. And then I had to ask God to forgive me because I was angry with him. And once I got through that, I, I never forget, um, I got I hadn't talked to the, the ex-husband. And one day I was at work, and I got this phone call. I'm like, who number is this? So anyway, I stepped outside, and it was this, it was him. And he called to say that he wanted to, I don't care if it was sincere or not, for me, it was closure. So, you know, we need, you know, women, we need, we need that. But anyway, that's a whole nother topic. Right. So he told me, he, yep, said, yep. I, he said, please, <laughs> he said, please forgive me because, you know, blah, 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 blah. And this is what he told me. He said, I had to let you go so you can find the man who could truly love you the way you deserve. Mm. Wow. Girl, I could have dropped the phone because that wow. came from somebody you didn't hear sorry. You didn't hear, you know, right. I'm wrong. You didn't hear any though any of those things. So when I got that, that was like God saying that you, you went through all of this so I can give you this. And that mm. was when I forget. And that was when I could pray for him. And that's when I could say, God, bless him and bless whatever he do. Bless his children and bless his generation. You know, I could do that because God gave right. that to me. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And and, it, and it's, it's, you know, it's often strange to us when we're going through so much um, and then we find the lesson in the pain that we have experienced because sometimes in the beginning we don't always get it you know we don't always get it right away on why am I going through this because you think lord I'm a good person I'm a good woman I have you know these type of qualities I'm all this in a bag of chips and you know a soda too like Uh why am I going through these things you know and it's not Uh often until the process and the journey of the lesson that we find out and one of the things that you touched upon is that when we look at situations, like you said, for yours and realizing that there were father issues for you. So a lot of times when Mm -hmm. it comes to, you know, situations, we don't often think about the root, the root of what issues um, came from and how they came from. And so it's time to go back, you know, and and Uh identify, okay, these are the issues of of why this happened and why I I allowed, you know, X, Y, and Z to happen to me. And and we don't always take those moments. You know, to to go back and reflect uh-huh. on, okay, what's what's really the reason? What's really the cause um, of, of things happening in my life? And so, 
Uh, what I want to do, you guys, is um, I want to take a short break, um, but we're going to come back. And uh, we're going to talk about the process of once you're out of that relationship. And a lot of times you, um, for people, when they're out of relationships, some people want you to immediately jump into dating, move on to the next one, all of these things. And so we're going to talk about that process, that in-between time. Um, of of how to um, get yourself in, in order and all those great things. And don't forget, you guys, if you have a question or a comment uh, or you just want to call in and show Erica some love, feel free to do so. Uh, the number is 347-326-9139 is the number. All you have to do is press 1. Uh, if you're on the line listening now, all you have to do is press 1 to join the line. Also, uh, to the folks on Facebook, feel free to send me your questions uh, via inbox at Bianca Fly. I love to ask them live and direct here on the air tonight, you guys. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break, uh, but we're going to come back with more with Erica Michelle, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Hey, y'all. It's Coach Michelle Jackson. And when I'm not busy coaching, motivating, or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Bianca Fly takes me high on the Beautiful Butterfly Show.
And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And this evening, you guys, we are discussing allowing love um, to find you again after divorce, after that bad relationship. And tonight, we have our special guest, Erica Michelle, joining us, you guys. And don't forget, if you have a question or comment, uh, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. All you have to do is press 1. Uh, to come on and join us for your question or comment, you guys. And so um, before the break, we were actually talking um, about, you know, that mourning process um, and also that forgiveness process and not feeling shameful um, for the things that have transpired in your relationship and in your life um, at that particular time, as well as finding the root um, of the problem, of of the reasons why um, certain relationships aren't working out or why our behaviors are being displayed in the way that they are. And so um, tonight we're going to uh, finish on. And so, uh, Erica, I know a lot of times after the marriage, um, you know, (laughs) you have folks who say, okay, when are you going to get out there and date again? You know, when are you going to get out there (laughs) um, and, and look for someone and so forth? And so for you, what was that process like for you, even wanting to um, allow yourself to get out there and, and, and reconnect with someone else again? I mean, I have to, you know, I have to be honest, like, right? Absolutely. So I, I, I wasn't. I, there wasn't yeah. a process for me. Um, <laughs> there, there was no process for me yeah. to get out there again. Um, here's what here's what I believe happened with God okay. and I. So after I wrote the book, the workbook, and I mm-hmm. said, okay, God, I, I will share this story, however you want me to, right? I wasn't looking for a platform. I wasn't, I didn't know how. And God create, God gave me how, one of the ways it was going to happen. This is how, this is how strategic God is. So I want that, that, that listener that is saying, God, I'm, I'm waiting for my Boaz, you know, that's something people say all yeah. the time. And that's great. That That's great if that's what you want. But I didn't want a Boaz. I wanted the, I wanted God to, to, to use me and, and the way he needed to without any interruptions, right? Because, you yeah. know, relationships make interruptions in your life. And, and it's mm. good interruptions, don't get me wrong. Right. But right. They, will, they will cause interruptions. So I never prayed the prayer. God, you know, when is it going to be my turn or when are you going to, I never prayed that prayer. What I will, what I will tell you is, and I, and it's funny because God brought it back to me a while ago. I, I remember writing and I said, God, you know, these are the attributes that I would like, you know, to be in my spouse. Right. And I left it there. And so I'm going on to do what God, you know, what I didn't know what God wanted me to do. I'm going to be true. I, truthful. I wrote the book. I, I published this book. I self-published it. And in the month of May, I, I, I came home from work, and I was, going, I was getting ready for bed because I was in school full-time. I wrote this book. I was working full-time. You know, I was, you know, parent, all of these things in church. And right. I laid down in the bed that night, and I remember ha- I could not go to sleep. I don't know if you ever had one of those moments. But I could not go to sleep. I was mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. tired. My eyes was hurting. And so uh, what happened was, you know, what is it you want? And then God p- placed on my heart that I would share my story through radio. So I didn't know anything about radio. So right. I'm like, okay, God, I don't know nothing about radio. I don't know how we're going to do this. And God, get, and those who've been following me, they'll tell you, I started with doing a um, weekly 
uh, was it? Yeah, it was a weekly um, uh, uh, telephone teleseminar, and uh, right. and uh, I, I I slept. I was I was scared, and God gave me three people, y'all, three people. It was eleven thirty at night. He gave me three mm. people that I was I was to reach out to. One was my ex sister in law. We 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 we've been friends for a long time. The kid's father's um, sister. Two. <laughs> He's now my fiance. I did not know him that way. I knew him as brother in Christ. You know, we knew each other through a Facebook connection, through a circle right. of friends who was also speakers and, you know, those type of things, too. And then it was a third person. So it was 1130. And I said, okay, well, here's what I used to do to God. Okay, God, if I do what you say to do and they say no, at least I, I did it and then I can... I can erase that, right? Because I was scared. I'm like, I don't know right. anything about this. So I reached out to my sister-in-law, ex-sister-in-law. She told me, yes, right on the spot. I reached out to Jimenez, who is my fiance now. We did not know each other that way. And he said, I'll pray, I'll pray about it and get back with them. Like, thank you, brother. You know, boom. It was 1130 at night. Well, I never heard back from him. So I'm like, okay, good. That means I don't have to do this, Lord. Lord said, yes, you're going to do this. So long story short, I start scheduling. I start reaching out to other people. I'm excited about this. I'm going to do this teleseminar. I don't know what I'm going to do, how this is going to be done, but I'm going to do it. And I'm going to tell you this quickly because somebody needs to hear this. As Mm. I was doing what God told me to do, God Mm. was already working on what was going to happen later down the line. So let's fast forward. I, the Mr. Jimenez reaches out to me, who now is my fiance, you guys, who's following the story. That time, he was nobody but a brother in Christ to me. I had been following right. him. I really admired his ministry, all the things he was doing, and he was always so giving to everybody in, in regards yeah. to the word. So yeah. fast forward, one day I get an inbox message. She says, hi, sis. I'm, you know, sister, I'm sorry. It took me so long, and, and you know, but I'm, I'm I'm going to help you, you know, with the, the yeah, I'll be a, a yes, because I was calling him a co-host. He said, I'll be a co-host. If there's anything you need, just let me know. And I was like, yes, you know, okay, this guy, you know, I didn't know at the same time he was already doing radio. He never said, oh, I do radio. It was never, he just was like, I will help you, however. So we spoke. Right. It was authentic. We were done. His time, this was May. His time wasn't until September. So in between that time, I had a speaking engagement to Houston, and it was a women's speaking. We laugh about it now. It was a women's speaking engagement of a good friend who invited me, and I don't know why, but I don't know if I had a flyer out or something. I said, "Hey, I'm going to be in Houston." So I was like, "That was it." So he was like, "You know, I'm I'm very busy. I have a busy schedule." I'm like, "Cool." So fast forward to, to August, it was the first Saturday in August, and I go to Houston, and we having this women's conference, and I turn around, and who do I see? The gentleman that I had, in, you know, say, hey, I'm going to be in Houston. Maybe we could get some coffee because, you know, that was the most our conversation ever went. And so <laughs> he was there. And I'm like, yeah. okay, still nothing. Sis. When I say nothing, nothing, because he was such a respectful and just genuinely saying, how can I serve and help? He was supposed to sneak in and sneak out. He wound up staying there the whole time, helping us, helping the women, catching, serving, whatever. He asked wow. before he left, he said, can I pray for you and your daughter before you get back on the road? 
And like I said, we didn't know each other, but I said, yeah. So he prayed for my daughter and I, and that was it. That was it. So wow. he um, made sure the next few days he reached out, he, you know, just made sure I made it home safe. And I never forget mm-hmm. him saying to me, and we were talking through conversation, and he said, he said, one day we'll share the stage together. And that was it. Wow. We didn't we didn't <laughs> talk anymore. He was on my show. He, we shared. He was a blessing. And that was September. Here comes, I'm minding my business, y'all. I'm still telling you that you don't have to plan for right. the man that God has for you because That's right. here's what, you, what your title says. The title of your, 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 uh, your, your um, radio show today is How to Allow Love to Find You. I didn't go looking mm-hmm. for love. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. close to it. My heart was clean. I had went through my healing process. I was open to what God wanted for me. Yeah. I wasn't looking for it. It found me. The Bible says that it will find you. Your blessing will search and seek you out and find you. So here comes September, and we have it, and we go on. His birthday comes. I send him a message. We laugh about the message. We go on. Long story short, we wind up just having general conversation. Um, In the month of December, so I'll fast forward. In the month of December, he and I, we were talking off and on, and I went through a layoff on my job, and he was there to support me. He was a very good friend, and so it was around Christmas time. And so, you know, he had never done it. I had never done it. I don't even know what possessed us to say, hey, let's get together for Christmas, you know, since you're (laughs) not working, blah, blah. And um, I asked him when did he know that God, you know, had you know that said that I we would date because we we both believed that it was important that we we dated courted if Absolutely. whatever and Absolutely. he said that in December when he came to visit was when God confirmed for him so my answer and I'm sorry I had to give that because a lot of women asked yeah. me that there was no planning for this he right. was not looking for me and I wasn't looking for him. But what mm-hmm. we were what we were doing was we were doing the will of God. Whatever God was telling, He was busy. He flies. He speaks. He, you know, it's just Him, and He was doing His His thing that God was calling Him to. But when God right. called Him to me, God changed the whole schedule. He changed mm. His whole life around to accommodate mm. this woman that God was placing in His life. So that's that. what I say. There was no planning. There was I wasn't ready. God mm-hmm. God knew when I was ready. I didn't know when I was ready. I just Absolutely. knew I had told God yes that I would do what it was he wanted me to do. And then two Absolutely. years later, two and a half years is two two and a half years later and we are gonna be in, in a couple in a week or so we'll be getting married. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love what you said. Um, about the, the, the moments of we're, we're in the midst of, of doing things. We're trying to figure out, okay, how do, how do I work, thing out, work things out and how I'm going to, you know, get back on track. And in the midst of that, you know, God is already making things happen. He's always, you know, already yes. packaging up that present, putting a bow on it, you know, and, and just mm-hmm. waiting for the proper time, you know, to deliver um, that package. And, and I find that in those moments, um, it can be trying. It can be very trying yes. because just us, and, and I'm just speaking um, as a woman and speaking for experience, that when you go through those hard relationships, you, you have those those periods of time, especially when you see other folks happy. That's when it really hurts. You know, mm-hmm. when, you, when you're looking mm-hmm. and seeing other folks happy, you know, you're happy for them, but, you know, there's a part of you <laughs> that weeps 
for that. You know, you're like, okay, yes. I'm happy you found somebody, but I want somebody too. Or, but like you said, yes. you know, then there are moments where you, you're not looking. And, and I find that, you know, for most people in those moments when they're not looking for somebody is when you get something even greater, you know, because it's that that yes. is unexpected, you know. And mm. so for you, um, and, and, I, and I know that we can go all night with this, but I did have to I ask know, you, you know. um, okay. <laughs> when it comes from, you know, ending one marriage, uh, working on self, um, you know, connecting with someone that now is your fiance. How do mm-hmm. we not allow those past hurts or frustrations or issues that we had with that ex affect our future? person that we are with Mm. because a lot of times people don't always understand that you know you can't always do what you did the first time in the same manner Mm -hmm. um so how have you know you did things differently when it comes to this relationship than that first marriage yeah well um well let's correct that so that was my I call it one and a half because I was married one and a half years to my kids father so one and yeah. a half must have marriage because, yeah, that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so here, here's what I found. This was so this is profound that you asked that, and I know we're coming to the hour, but I have to tell you this because it's crazy. Like, um, when you go through healing, healing yeah. is an ongoing thing, right? Like, you don't just Absolutely. get healed and everything is done. But when right. God places the person in your life that is supposed to be there, you guys heal together. So there were still moments I would have moments, and I was able to acknowledge I'm having a moment. And he was healthy enough in his walk, in his place, and say, I got you. We're going to get through this moment. Yep, I, I, I see you having a moment. We're going to get through this moment, and we, but we're not going to stay in this moment. And, and so I never had to try to fit him into something I had already done because God gave us a clean slate. So that means we were both able to come in and say, this is what we want our relationship to look like. We set boundaries. I knew one thing he didn't like. If I was done with the conversation, I would hang up the phone. I would just be, and it wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't being mean. I was done with the conversation. Good night. And he called me back one day. He said, Erica, <laughs> and for those who know Gemini, they will know he's a very solid dude. And what I mean by yeah. that, he's very laid back. There's nothing I've ever saw in these two and a half years that has really rattled him to make him step out of character. But he called right. me on the phone and he said it just like this, no raised voice, no nothing. He said, please don't ever do that to me again. Oh. And when I heard that, I knew he was serious. And so me, I had to check me and say, don't do that again, you know. And so I may have done it another one or two times, but afterwards (laughs) I would have to call back and say, I'm sorry. You know, pick up the phone, I'm sorry, I hung up the phone. I know I did, I'm sorry. You know, and so he gave me, he gave me the freedom to have moments. And you have to know, if you have someone that you are dating and, and, right. and they feel like what you're going through is not important and that, you know, wh- whatever you're going through, that's you and you deal with it and get over it by yourself, you need to run and don't look back because what, they, what happens in a dating process is definitely going to come with, 
come to you in the in in the marriage bliss and all of you know we think though you know everything is happy go lucky it's coming with you and so what God has allowed us to do was to go through the seasons you know we have four seasons of life and so right. we have the summer the spring the fall and you know and, and and all of those things and so He allowed us to go first of all through that one year season to make sure this is what we both wanted and then. Mm-hmm. We came together and realized, okay, I can see myself spending the rest of my life with you. You can see me. And we then began to ask God when. And so after that one year is when he came to me and he, you know, proposed to me. And then we went through a whole nother solid year. And it wasn't because we was trying to check to see if you was going to change or your temperature was going to change. But we were really being led by God. And we both agreed that we needed a season. We need, And then we dated long distance, y'all. But it was a whole nother thing. We didn't date and was in the same city. We dated long distance for two in two years and three months. So mm. that's that's a lot all by itself, a long distance relationship. So Absolutely. yes, um that Absolutely. is it. That is it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um <clears throat> Dawn from New Jersey, um, uh, she says, How have you learned um not to allow outsiders to influence the way your relationship operates? So, Don, listen to this. One of the things that um, I think he and I both agreed on verbally and non-verbally was that the only three people that would belong in our relationship was me, him, and God. We He said mm-hmm. it all the time. The only yeah. three people that matters at this point, and we both have children, grown children. You know, we both have parents who love us dearly. We have family right. members who love us. We have sisters and brothers. But the yeah. one thing we did not allow was anyone else to have a voice in our relationship. And mm. and when you do that, that means you're setting boundaries for others. Right. Now, we do have accountability partners. We do have spiritual, you know, parents, and we have all of those things, and he can go to them if he need, and I can go to to, to my spiritual um, leaders. You know, we both have the same spiritual leaders now, but at the time I could go to mine and, and I could share. But the thing we did not do was we did not allow anything that went on between it. Because even if when we got engaged, there was very few things that I shared. And it wasn't because I was keeping it a secret. We made a vow to each other that we would enjoy and, and have a private a private dating life. And so, yes, we I shared after we agreed that, you know, we would just at least let people know we were engaged. But you never saw me show a picture of my ring. You never saw right. me because there were certain things we wanted to keep private and intimate right. with, with us. Right. And that's the key. You have to set boundaries because once you give people a voice in your relationship, Mm. you cannot shut them off. That's right. You cannot shut them off. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and it's so important. And a lot of people don't realize that. And I know I, I, you know, I get that a lot from people as well. Or, you know, you never show your man or you, you never show your husband or whatever the case may be. You know, you always get that. And it's for select reasons um, because people yeah. have a way um, of, of, of delving into your life in a way that you may not expect. And so a lot of times, mm. um, you know, when you share so much with people, you have nothing left for yourself. 
you know, at the end of the night, yes. you know, you can share certain things with Jim and Ed's like, Jim and Ed's, you know, da, 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 you know, and, and he can share with Erica, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, but you, and so, and yeah. you can just keep it to yourself where it's, oh, I got to post this on Facebook. I got to, you know, I got to put this on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I got to, I got to let people yeah. know. Um, and, and I'm sure like, even through the excitement um, of getting engaged, yeah. you know, you might want to yeah. do a live, like, hey, hey y'all, like, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You know, because we, because you know, we, especially me, there's a lot of women that support me. You know, I have the Girl right. Movement. We have over 1,400 women. And, and, right. and trust me, I share with them more than I share anywhere else. I have yeah. given them access to me. But there is yeah. still a minimum amount of yeah. access. And it's not because I think somebody's going to hate. I don't go the negative way. I go the way that I want something to be happy about, mm-hmm. I want something mm-hmm. to enjoy. For myself and so he is the gift that God gave to me so I get to open that gift I get to encourage right. and, and um, to, to support that gift I get to love on that gift and I don't have to to share with anyone else I'm telling you this real quick and then you know you would go what you want because I remember having a conversation with him when we first thought you know maybe we like each other do we like each other and I told him <laughs> I said you know I'm not really interested in sharing a man like I know yeah. God has called him to ministry so first thing I say was, I'm not interested because I don't want to share with you, share you with anybody else. <laughs> well, that changed down the line. But what I'm saying is you get to choose what you That's give right. to the public. And I choose Absolutely. to give little if possible until we both agree, let's share this. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And let's see, last question comes from Clara um, from Durham, North Carolina. She says, what has been the biggest lesson um, that you have learned throughout your journey when it comes to relationships and uh, allowing love to find you again? My biggest lesson, Clara, I have to be honest with you, my biggest lesson learned was until I love me, no one else owes me the, the, you know, a lot of times we say, I expected him. I expected her. I expected mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. to do that. I can't yeah. put an expectation and no one owes me love. I owe myself love. And if I don't know how to love me, and I'm not talking about this superficial love where, oh, I get my hair, my hair done, my nails done. No, love means you got to deal with even the things that's ugly. Love means that I'm willing to say that, you know, I'm, I'm just toe up from the flow up and I needed to get it together. Until I learned how to master loving me, I, I couldn't expect for anyone else. And no one else could ever feel that, that because that boy was only for God to feel. So when I reconnected with God, He became my everything, and then I turned around and said, now it's time for me to do for me what I was expecting someone else to do. And then when I did that, love found me. Because love is not going to come to you if you don't know how to identify love. It can be all around Mm -hmm. you, and you're going to miss it every time because you're looking for it in the way that it doesn't come. Love doesn't come with a whole bunch of gifts, and I'm going to serenade you, and I'm going to take you out every night. That's not what love is. Love is saying that I'm going to accept you in the, in the state that you're in, and I'm going to go through hell and high water with you. Listen, this man went through, I, I lost jobs. I, I, you know, I had children to, to, to turn around, and, and my daughter had a baby as a young, te- you know, a young te- uh, early 19, 18, 19. You know, I done went through hell and high water in these two years. But yes, yeah. his love for me 
has, I mean, if, if it changed, it's gotten better, but it has not lessened. <laughs> and and the, yeah. I could have not accepted that until I learned how to love him. Got to love yourself, Clara. Take the time, however much time. Don't jump in there. Another relationship. Ask God to put you on a relationship sabbatical until you learn right. how to master loving yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's in those moments, um, Erica, when we are by ourselves that we learn the greatest lessons about ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times we don't realize um, times in certain relationships, certain senses (laughs) within our bodies shut off, you know, whereas we we forget like, okay, this is what it feels like to be by myself. This is what it feels like to Mm -hmm. do this and that. But, and so when we're in a relationship, because we're so caught up and we're involving Mm -hmm. ourselves so much into this person and pouring so much into them we're not pouring anything into ourselves you know so we're in relationships Correct. but we empty you know we in relationships and, yes. and, and we saying I love you and that person saying I love you but you empty because you have an idea that within yourself so sometimes we often wonder why certain relationships are not working out the way that mm-hmm. we want to and, and why are things happening and it goes back to what you were saying about taking that time to love ourselves and taking those breaks and don't let anybody fool yes. you into thinking that something is wrong with taking a break you know I think sometimes people yes. make you feel like you know you some type of weird being you know for taking a break when you say okay I'm not dating right now or even if you're taking a sabbatical from sex whatever it may be you know if that's yeah. something that yeah. you choose to do you know go with that um, and, and in those moments, yes. you'll be surprised um, at just how much clarity <laughs> you get yes. Um, yes. through those moments. And so, um, of course, yes. uh, Erica, I, I, I definitely um, am super excited. I, I'm super excited about you. Uh, you and, and Jim Inez. Uh, and if you guys haven't had an <laughs> opportunity to hear him speak, um, such an awesome, yes. such an awesome. And, and if you yes. see, um, Erica amazing. is real amazing. raw and open man. Jim Inez is he's he's on it too. He he is definitely um, I'm a, a great 20 person. And he a, he's a when I do twenty, he does nine <laughs> or eight. So, but he is just as powerful because yeah. his voice is just you know it's just yeah this yeah. is how it goes and. You know, Absolutely. but he has a powerful story, a powerful right. story, and I'm glad that you um, he had an opportunity to share on your platform, you know, um, about his book, An Ordinary Man uh, with an Extraordinary God. And it truly, um, it's for women and men. I read it, and I read it again and again, and um, it really <laughs> helped me to see and understand the concept of man, you know, man, literally, literally. Man, so yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I know a lot of folks uh, kept hearing Erica um, reference to her "Girl, I See You" movement. So before we yeah. um, get ready to wrap things up, tell the folks a little bit about this and and, and how they can and join okay. in if they would like. Yeah, well, the uh, right now the "Girl, I See You" movement it was a movement again that came to life, or I say I gave birth during the time that I was asking God. You know, God, all of these things are happening. I've lost my job that you gave to me, God. You know, my car is broke down on me, Lord. I'm in school. And, you know, all of these things were happening and life was happening. And I said, God, do you see? Do you see what's going on? Like, I'm your daughter. Like, I was calling him on it. And he, he, God, again, he always takes me back to his word, y'all. I'm telling you, he's always speaking. So he brought me to the, the word of God when um, you know, when the servant to uh, Abe, and at, at that time he wasn't Abraham, and, 
and Sarah and not Sarah. And, and so uh, they went against God and tried to get the maidservant to have uh, a baby for them. And, and so then it backfired on the maidservant. So long story short, God brought me there. And when she spoke to the angel, the angel said, you know, she said to the angel, God sees me. And he, he let me know then. He said, listen, there's nothing you're going through that I don't see. And so, God, I see you, movement. We just celebrated our second annual um, 31 days of prayer, but we actually been up and running for three years, and it wow. is a community to support, to 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 educate, to celebrate, educate, and motivate women of faith as they are walking out God's purpose. Because that's the one thing that we miss. We miss that part. We get church and we get this and we get that, but when mm-hmm. we're walking out this purpose called this thing called life. We don't have the support that we need. I'm talking about authentic support. We don't celebrate that's each other right. because I feel like if that's I celebrate right. you, then that's yes. going to take away from me. And we definitely yes. don't believe in educating each other, sharing the sources and resources that God give us. <laughs> so that's what the Girl I See You movement yeah. is all about. You can find us on Facebook. And we're going to start um, in Houston now that I'm, self, I'm settled, uh, settling in and I'm finally getting marriage under me in just July, August. I'm going to have the first live. Girl, I see you uh, brunch or meet up, whatever we're going to call it. But find us on Facebook, join the group, and, and get connected. We're excited about what God is going to do for the Girl, I see you movement. Absolutely, absolutely, and um, and and I love what you said about the fact of uh, we as women don't support enough just in general. Uh, I believe that you mm-hmm. know some of us are so caught up um, in competing with one another um, that we can't take mm-hmm. the time to realize the the common interests and similarities um, that we have uh, with one another. And so it's always good to take that time to uh, be a part of a movement and be yeah. uh, in a group of women who are supportive and encouraging because we need that. Um, we as women uh, endure a lot. We carry a lot on our back. Some yes. say um, men do. don't, but, but we as women endure a lot. Well, we do. We internalize, yeah. yeah, we internalize a lot mm-hmm. um, on a daily basis. And so it's not always easy uh, being a woman. So it's good to have a, a group and a platform that celebrates women. And so, um, uh, Erica, I definitely want to thank you so much uh, for thank coming you. on here and being <laughs> so open and, and sharing um, yes. so much with myself and the listeners tonight also. And so for the folks out here, um, Erica, who want to be able to do as far as social media and all those avenues, um, yeah. give them some information on how they can connect with you. So you can connect with me on the social media platforms at His Masterpiece. Now, Peace is P-E-A-C-E, His Masterpiece. Um, if Instagram is His Masterpiece, Twitter is His Masterpiece, and the number one. You can find me um, on Facebook. I'm there. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so uh, once again, uh, I know you are on the countdown uh, to the official yes. day, and uh, I am excited <laughs> for you guys. And I know you guys are are, are definitely Thank excited, uh, and I'm looking yes. forward to seeing um, what I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's in store uh, for you guys. And so um, I know that uh, you'll be back again soon. We'll have to get you back I on I was going to say that. I was just about to say, uh, yes. we'll be back again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, because yes. we definitely have to 
have to uh, keep up with what's going to go on with you uh, this year as well. Yeah, and so we definitely family. appreciate you mm-hmm. um, coming on here yeah. and sharing with us. And so you got any final words or thoughts you want to share with the listeners? Yeah, yeah. First of all, I, I just want to say thank you again, Bianca, because I know, you know, I did radio. I, I know people do radio. And, you know, your platform is always so informative, always so encouraging, always just uplifting. And I want to just tell you thank you. Now, I, I think I told you earlier on that June I was, you know, taking off. I wasn't going to be doing anything, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. as far as speaking or anything like that because I really wanted to just, you know, marinate in this time. And when you asked me, I said, yes, like, God, I know this is from you, right? And so um, and so I have one other engagement and that's it. But what I want to tell the listeners who listen tonight, and maybe you, 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 will, you have been where I am and you're like, look, that didn't turn out that way for me. Everybody gets this and delivered the same way. But if you believe in the same God I believe in, he said, I have no respected person. And so I believe if your, if, if, if your heart desire is to, to be married one day, and, and I'm not just talking about to get married, to be married, to, to, to be married like forever, right, that you trust God in this season and be open to however he desires to deliver the package. And so I say to you that if you remember you are the gift, then you won't have to go out looking for the gift. Because I'm telling you, if you when you realize you're the gift, you know God's going to send the person to you and, and as far as a woman. Because the Bible says that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing, right? So you don't have to go look for him, but you know you got to be right. you got to be the good gift. you got to have it together. And I'm not saying that you're going to have it all together. got to know who you are and whom you belong to so that you can identify what's really being sent from God and what's really been is, is not of God. So I, I, I will continue to pray for those women who desire to be married because God honors marriage, and he will do for you what he did for me. Absolutely, absolutely, and a great way uh, to end the show. And once again, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to, to come on we here love and you. share we with me. You. And, Thank you. I definitely appreciate you guys. And as always, you guys know you're always welcome over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And so I hope you have a fantastic uh, rest of your evening. And I definitely will be talking with you again soon. Yes, God bless you. And thank you again. Thank you. Have a good one. All right, you guys, that was Erica Michelle. You guys can go and connect with her on Facebook as well. And don't forget, you ladies can go and join the Girl I See You movement um, on Facebook as well. And thanks to all of the callers, to all you guys who just um, flooded our phone lines this evening, and to those of you who sent your questions um, via Facebook, I appreciate you as well. And, uh, man, um, that is it for this week, you guys. And so we're going to be back on um, next Tuesday uh, with a music guest. And then we're going to be back um, next Wednesday, I believe, excuse me, next Thursday. And we're going to be having a segment on mental health. Um, we're actually going to be talking with a couple who both of them um, suffer uh, from mental health issues as well. And we're going to talk about how that relationship works out and how they support each other and thus far. So it's going to be a very uh, insightful um, and informative show coming up next Thursday um, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And don't forget, if you want to be a guest, go ahead and send us an email to the, the letter B, fly show at gmail.com and say, hey, before 
not want to be a guest on your show, make sure you see all your um, bio, press kit, music, all those great things um, so that we can get you set up and ready to rock and roll and get you on the show. So uh, with that said, thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in. I appreciate each and every one of you for uh, continuing. Uh, continuing to uh, support the show and, and all of the endeavors um, that we uh, share with you guys on here. And uh, we couldn't do it without you. Um, so with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. I am Bianca Fly, and I'll see you guys next time, same time, same place over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Uh, you guys have a great one. And uh, don't forget, you can connect with me on Facebook as well as uh, Bianca Fly. Or um, go and join our fan page, The Beautiful Butterfly Show, um, so that you can keep up uh, with some of the awesome guests and all those great things uh, that we're going to have on the show. Uh, So with that said, folks, I'm going to get out of here. You guys have a great evening and weekend. See you next time.